Ryle Centre Theatre presents its SBL drama series as Soundbite Life. Episode 1, Mamacita and the Good Drunk. Scored his riddle in red, then flicked the page. The lad seated beside him tossed his eyes askance, pretending he'd seen neither dot nor doodle. But it was too late. The riddle had already found its mark and was rattling his brain like a pack of monkeys on drums. Bitter to the belly, slight to the mouth, sweet going in, stuck in the out, you want me. More bitter to the belly, slight to the mouth, sweet going in, stuck in the out, you want me. This flight was full. The sky was tormented, and every passenger was allowed airphones, 10 VGZ quality to be precise, each to access at will any of the 12 channels on board. Would you like a pillow? Pillow man? Would you like some peanuts? Peanuts. Can I get you something to drink? What? Pardon me? I can't hear you. He wants my growl. Tina and Regina would have been seated in 12C and 13D ahead of Baby LaBelle had Regina not finagled seating changes prior to boarding. And now Regina was beginning to wonder if that was a very smart move. Madam, Regina had said to the ticket agent, I know I booked two seats together. Would you kindly see to it that this error is corrected together? Thank you. The ticket agent, country plump and chatty, accepted the offending tickets and sneaking a peek above the rim of her lowered glasses to assess the quality of her much taller and very snooty aggressor said, Certainly, ma'am. Two seats. Together? Let's see. Let's 
She saw. Her speedy fingers took the sturdy computer to task. Then she paused. Hmm, she murmured as her fingers renewed their impressive speed. I see what happened here. Yep, I'll correct the situation right quick for you, ma'am. That will be much appreciated, Regina responded. It will be a full flight, the ticket agent added with a wry smile, once again lifting her eyes above the rim of her glasses, but this time staying her gaze just enough to see if the snoot had gotten any shorter or longer. Her fingers, meanwhile, maintained their impeccable position. You're leaving quite a gorgeous day behind. How is the weather where you're headed? The attendant inquired. I wouldn't know I'm still standing here, Regina remarked. True, so, so true, snooty, snoot, snoot, the attendant said, the pejorative held to the safer recesses of her mind. Besides, I think weather forecasting is purely a guessing game, don't you? Just then, the printer spat two new boarding passes into the agent's eager hand. It's not like these forecasters hold weather meetings with God before they present their reports to the community now, do they? The ticket agent pointed this out as she was stuffing the two new boarding passes with seats reassigned into newer jackets. I think it's all a sophisticated out-guessing game. Any trick for a dime, any dance for a dollar. In the end, we all pay. We pay sooner or later. The difference is interest. Don't you agree? Do I look interested to you? You are exhausting me. The agent tapped her left hand with the new passes, then passed them over to Regina. There we are, ma'am. You are seated together. Sorry for the inconvenience. Is there anything else I can do for you? This will do just fine. You're most welcome, ma'am. Have a wonderful flight. Next. And so it was that Pina and Regina escaped closer proximity to baby LaBelle, and now, 33,000 feet up into an ungodly turbulence, found themselves smack between a blubber seated of all places by the window and this hustler, as Pina perceived the hunk across the aisle, a hunk who was in fact a gruff chunk of an oriental Spaniard, barely a shot of vodka short of a good puke. Nevertheless, this was a very smart drunk. What? By any measure, Pina was a golden beauty. She had it. This spirited oriental Spaniard got an intoxicating whiff of it. Mamacita, tell me swallow big gallon oil me when chance to have you in my heart, and me swallow every drop, then me treat you like angel, he said, caressing his chest. <laughs> Mamacita, like it real hot, no? 
So you think we're stupid? You think we're stupid? You you think we're stupid? <laughs> Ungawa. Will you home. stop? Okay. It was nigh an hour into the roller coaster ride, and just about the perfect moment for one to begin practicing, say, any of the more familiar emergency supplications like, Oh, Lord, oh, God, oh, please help me now. I'll never sin again, ever. And hope with every living fiber of one's being that the good Lord would cast his angry focus far away from this flight. But did these two exhausted, intelligent beauties, Tina and Regina, do anything of the sort? No. That duty was defaulted to the pregnant girl in 22A. <laughs> these giggles aside, the stress on board was palpable. In the cockpit was co-pilot Nasethopaya. Oswald Chambers, the man on the route to vengeance, was in 3E. The frustrated seven-footer was in 17C. His minder, just fired, was in 17D. A jilted lover, Laura, was on board too. Lo and behold, she spotted her jackass in 16B. The woman with new boobs, so perfectly plump, was seated beside him in 16A. One of several informants was in 9B. Mysterious Louis was supposed to be seated in row 26, but you'd find him in the lavatory. And, of course, one would be quite remiss to ignore the presence of the prophetess on board. Satan wouldn't. In the logs that mattered, this was listed as the O-Happy Flight, with a secret number attached. The Spaniard was still trying to pull Pina into his heart. How so Mama Sita no know she on O-Happy Flight? That's not good. How so Mama Sita with all my heart not make sweet connect? How so? Hmm? What's the way my mother raised me? <laughs> okay, okay. Look. The flight attendant rolled her cart between them. He ordered more vodka and leaned around the cart to offer the same to Pina. Beautiful mamacita want also, no? Pina paid him no mind, and the attendant sought to discourage him from troubling her any further, telling him to give up any notion he might have. Me no never give up, he replied, practically breathing his words across the attendant's breast. Me no ever give up. Man who give up with breath still inside him is fool, no? Very fool. How you say it? He lifted his eyes to the attendant's face. How you say, uh, keep hope alive, no? Yes. No breath, hope dead. Poof! Me breathe. He inhaled demonstrably. Me always take time to breathe. No hurry, hurry like wind. Breathe. The attendant smiled and acknowledged that breathing is a very good idea. See? Time steals too many breaths from good life. 
wise man must steal breaths back. No? Steal plenty. Time steals way too much and fool lament, fool moan. Me no moan, I steal back. Smart, no? The attendant inquired how he goes about stealing breaths. Easy, inhale beauty, he said. So she asked how he goes about doing that. Ay, ay, ay. No just inhale beauty like sniff, sniff. No, inhale. How do you say? Like good wine, good taste. Come not alone with wine on tongue, no. Good taste come with good inhale. See? Taste all around in the mouth, lingering, lingering like that. And breathe, no? Same way in Yale Beauty. Lingering, lingering. Breathe. Eyes, ah, the secret of good breath thief. <laughs> no hurry, hurry like wind, wild wind. I take time to steal plenty. Inhale morning sun too. I muy bien. Like magic. Ay, ay, ay. Pina was listening, though pretending not to be interested. Much of what the Spaniard was explaining had a familiar ring, albeit in a roundabout way. It made a certain kind of sense to her. Bitter to the belly, slight to the mouth, sweet going in, stuck in the out, you won't. Put it to the belly, slap to the mouth, sweet queen, stuck in the house. You want me? While engaging the Spaniard on the sly, Pina got a glimpse of the man seated beside him. Something about that man was nibbling at her memory. She couldn't quite wrap her mind around what it was. There was just something about him. At this moment, though, the strange man seemed inordinately focused on a gadget in his lap. The lad seated beside him had his eye on that very gadget. And though in his desire to seem unintrusive while battling with those drumming monkeys in his head, he missed the fact that the riddle was encapsulated beneath an artistically modern version of the tale of the tortoise and the hare, he was quick this time around to spot the new riddle the strange man was underscoring. Now we see through a glass darkly, then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know as I am known. This riddle was very familiar to the lad. And this time he looked directly at the man's face, wondering who he was. Meanwhile, Regina was noticing that the blubber in the window seat beside her had iguana eyes, and that the blubber was clinging fiercely to a pink knockoff 
Gucci handbag as if she'd been shoved into her roller coaster bucket and latched down without due warning of the blind hairpin drops and swirling loop de loops to come. How she got into that seat in the first place, a spot perfectly situated for watching nature's current parade of lights against a veritable jungle of roaring black clouds, Regina figured to be either a magician's trick or a devilish joke. She whispered to Pina, saying, Truly the camel does go through the eye of the needle, and have you seen her eyes? <laughs> Across the nation and around the world, there is a long rumble. It is a rumble so loud, it strikes ready ears like the distant clap of a fierce thunder. It is a rumble so low, it rides beneath the noise of a thousand human fears. It can no longer be heard. Fear of flight, fear of heights, fear of sand. Fear of snow, fear of monsters in the closet, fear of bugs in the pillow, fear of cats, fear of bats, fear of strangers at the door, fear of being lost, fear of being laughed at, fear of nakedness, fear of being stuck in the toilet bowl, fear of whites, fear of black. Fear of browns, blues, and yellows, fear of spiders, fear of snakes, fear of the unknown, fear of being hurt, fear. As you can see, the captain has illuminated the fastened seatbelt sign. At this time, we ask that you bring all seats to an upright position, stow your laptops, tray tables, and any other things you may have taken away while in flight. Please sit back and enjoy the ride. While Pina's interest in the strange man with the gadget was nibbling at her exhausted mind, the Spaniard had not given up on her. He had not so long returned from a god-awful puke which left a very important woman in first class in a blazing fury of hate and loathing, despite his pining apology. Me so sorry, me so sorry, me so sorry, Lady Mama. Much more relieved and back in his seat, he inquired as to why Mamacita is not accepting his heart and his invitation to sit on the nice with him. <laughs> We're church women. We're church women. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> in the jungle. However... He was not the only person with a keen interest in Pina. In fact, the entire flight was being watched from afar. Every sound of each breath, every flicker of an eyelash, every beat of every heart on this flight was being monitored all the way to touchdown. It's time to go home.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a nice day now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. 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 For Regina, the end of this flight would mean a dip in a jacuzzi than to dining and whining with clients. For Pina, life was about to make a turn so sharp she could hardly have anticipated it. Bitter the belly, slight to the mouth, sweet going in the out, you want me. Bitter to the belly, slight to the mouth. Sweet going in, stuck in the out, you want me. Okay, that was interesting. I've learned so many lessons today. You know what? I don't even know if I'll get another chance. But I know I've got to close this deal. The other two fell through like rocks in an oil tank. Time to go home. With banks gone tight and competition still tough, one might scarcely fault Pina for stressing about locking up this billion-dollar deal. After all, the fate of 363 employees just whispers away from pink slips depended entirely on her success, but that was not the pressure causing her heart to pound so loudly beneath her fragrant breasts. Time was running out on her. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to The Journey, your radio show, hosted by Neville D'Angelo, author of A Soundbite Life and Flight of the Fused Monkey, a PRG Emerging Technologies Forum keynote speaker and founder of Rio Sports. I am Joseph Ellison. This episode of A Soundbite Life, Mamacita and the Good Drunk, was written, produced, and narrated by Neville D'Angelo in collaboration with BMT Audio. Actors in order of appearance include Elisa Durette and Gwinyechin Koga as flight attendants, Anita Marina as Pina, and Sherry Sykes as Regina. We hope you'll enjoy each episode of this dramatized series and much more, including related links on your favorite platform. Meet us on thejourney.riosports.com. That is thejourney.riosports.com. The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. See you next week.